It's the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast from the man that brought you RickyStokesNews.com. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. Plain and simple with just the facts. Because if you know Ricky Stokes, you know he'll call hogwash when he sees it. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. And now, here is Ricky Stokes. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. We cut this a day early. So it will actually air on June 22nd. I want to first say that thank you for all the calls, all the texts, all the people that has contacted me about the Ricky Stokes News Facebook. Somebody has hacked it and put some uh, bad pictures on it. I am completely locked out of it. I've done everything I know to do. I've had some people, even a, a very nice lady from Nashville, Tennessee, that is originally from Dothan, uh, that it knows a lot about Facebook and tried to step me through of uh, trying to get into it. But I'm locked out. I can't get into the Facebook and add or delete anything. This happened when the set of circumstances happened the other week that it took me about four days to even be able to get into the Facebook. And then now it's uh, locked me out again and somebody's hacked it and put some very inappropriate content on there that ricky stokes has had nothing to do with whatsoever so i apologize to you i do have somebody working on it and hopefully today or by tomorrow it will be fixed but it is very frustrating especially for somebody that is as computer stupid as i am People think just because I have a website, I know about computers. If you really knew how simple it was to post a story, uh, they had to set it up uh, real, the KISS method, keep it simple, stupid, for Ricky Stokes, because I am not computer literate. So I do apologize for that. I also want to thank you for the number of hits that we've been getting. or the uh, gentleman who does the uh, podcast for me, because I don't know how to do them, he does the podcast for me, told me that we were getting about 3,000 uh, listens uh, on the podcast. So I want to tell you thank you, all of you that are listening. I have chapped some people on it because I've been getting some uh, some threats, but that just comes with the territory uh, on the threats, that people are just uh, scared of what you might reveal. All right, now let's get down to some business. This is Ricky Stokes. I'm calling you out podcast, and a lot of this is going to be about information. And, um, you know, one thing is uh, that kind of amazes me is how times go and, and things happen. So i got to set the stage of this, and then I'll tell you what it is. Uh, Kenneth Everett was mayor of the city of Dothan, and he served a four-year term. Following Kenneth Everett was Larry Rescher, who served a four-year term. Following Larry Rescher was Alfred Sleba that served an eight-year term. Following Alfred Sleba was Chester Sowell that served an eight-year term. Following Chester Sowell was Pat Thomas that served a four-year term. Following Pat Thomas was Mike Smith who served an eight-year term. And following Mike Smith has been Mark Saliba who's already served four years and he's in his second of four years. So this is how far you got to go back to Kenneth Everett. But when Kent Everett was the mayor of the city of Dothan, he tried to go to the one-armed bandit garbage trucks. It was a good thing, but he had two commissioners that was on the commission that didn't want him to look good, and they were against the one-armed bandits. And now today we have the one-armed bandit garbage trucks with the city of Dothan in Houston County, and how wonderful those one-armed bandits are. But 
it's kind of funny that Kenneth Everett tried to do the one-armed bandits when he was mayor, and it's been, and I've not added up the number of years, but it's been that number of years to now all of a sudden the one-armed bandits are great garbage trucks. So it tells you kind of that, uh, I guess what my point is, that just because uh, one person suggests a good idea, but the others that are in office or in positions of power don't want them to look good and don't want them to get credit in the hell with doing something that's better for the service of the people. That's that's not the interest of people in power in an office. It's about what makes them look good. And they were afraid that Kenneth would look better than they did, and they were against and opposed and created a lot of havoc about it that it's going to cost jobs. Fast forward about 20 or 25 years later, and all of a sudden, the one-armed bandits are good. And it's just kind of, as you watch the people in power and the folks that say things like, Donald Trump gets arrested now. Biden's son is uh, gotten arrested, and whether Biden's going to get arrested, and it's it's not. None of them are doing what's good for the public. None of them's what's doing what's good for America. Uh, somebody's asking me, was I a Republican or a Democrat? And I told him I'm an American. I'm for America. What's best for America? What's best for Alabama? What's best for Dothan or Houston County or the Wiregrass area? One of the area former mayors, every all of the mayors hated him because he was for the city he represented, not for the region. Then if he couldn't get it for the city he represented, then it was for the reason, uh, region. Excuse me. Uh, when he had industrial prospects that came to town, he invited them to his house and had a meal catered in and said, you're part of the family. Take your shoes off. Relax. You know, have a good meal. Uh, here, they carry them to a restaurant. He brought the jobs home where the others didn't. So it's, uh, it was what was best for his community. But the area mayors hated him because he wasn't for the region first he was for his city that he was elected to represent and trying to move it forward that's really just kind of a, a, a observation and something was mentioned to me recently about the garbage trucks and kind of knowing the history back uh of how kenneth everett was pushing it shows how old i am but how kenneth everett was pushing the one-armed bandits and then no 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 and there was this big fiasco over them and then now we had the one-armed bandits after a break, I'm going to come back to some other things. This is Ricky Stokes News Podcast. I'm calling you out. This is the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out Podcast. Available on his website at rickystokesnews.com. His Facebook page at Ricky Stokes News. Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Also available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in to Ricky Stokes News Podcast. I'm Calling You Out. A lot of things have happened. Uh, several weeks ago on the Houston County Commission agenda, there was an item that said uh, to authorize the chairman, which is Brandon Shoup, for the purchase or sale of 172 Pravat Road. Uh, when I looked at that, I went, wait a minute, are they selling part of the Farm Center property? Well, when they got, when they, the Houston County Commission, and let me just say that Shoup as a commissioner, Herring as a commissioner, Curtis Harvey, as a commissioner, all voted to sell the Farm Center. Dothan was going to buy the Houston County Farm Center. When she came in as chairman instead of commissioner, and we had two new commissioners, they all of a sudden wanted to back out of the sale, and they got the Dothan Commission to back out of the sale. And then they had on the agenda was the 
purchase sale of 172 Pravat Road not to exceed $290,000. And at first, I thought, okay, they're going to sell part of the Farm Center property. Why? Well, they bought the house on 172 Pravat Road. First house on the right, going out from the circle on Pravat Road. It was not to exceed 290000 My understanding around June 9th or so that they just closed on the property. Nothing has been disclosed about their plans for the Farm Center property, but they bought that house. Now, in my mind, and kind of knowing the terrain out there, the offices that are on the property of the Farm Center, they're maybe going to locate in that house or there at that house. They want to do something with the Department of Human Resources that is to prevent road in the circle. But the Houston County actually owns from Cottonwood Road to Pravat Road on the circle and some 40 acres, and the city of Dothan owns 15% of that property. By law, they have to furnish the uh, Alabama Department of Human Resources a building. So that house may have been bought for that, but there's not really been any discussion or plans known to the public, but they did spend $290,000 of your money without any real discussion. And the city of Dothan yesterday, Tuesday, uh, entered into a memorandum of understanding with the Houston County, and it reads as, whereas Houston County Commission and Dothan City Commission desire to enter into a memorandum of understanding to facilitate the construction of a new city hall to be located at the northwest corner of Main and Oak Street to benefit the citizens of Houston County and the city of Dothan. Now, I don't know exactly what they're going to do. Uh, it, it describes in here as far as the commitments, uh, employee parking and public parking and disabled parking. Uh, this will include evaluating options to enhance the parking located behind the Houston County Courthouse, i.e. gating system. Net available public parking for Houston County Courthouse will be increased over the existing availability by not less than 30 spaces, with all said spaces being unrestricted in terms of time and usage. That's real good because it's really aggravating that you drive up at public buildings and where uh, people that work in the building are furnished vehicles and gas to be there, and they had the prime parking spots. You drive up the front door, and this one's reserved, this one's reserved, and you only have two parking spaces for the public and two handicapped in the front door. And the ones who are furnished a vehicle and paid to be there, they had the prime spaces. And that always aggravates me because one of the most successful businessmen here in Dothan, in front of his business, he parks to the far left of the building, and the door to enter the building is to the right because he believes the customers, the people coming there, should have the prime parking spaces and employees not the prime parking spaces. However, when you're using other people's money, OPM, you want the prime spaces and the vehicle to come to work on. But there's some deal working as far as the uh, their main notes. Um, also, the county owns some buildings that Judge Jackson worked out a deal years ago to give to the um, Houston County. Uh, those buildings, I guess, they go smack, smack and knock them down. But good news is he did Dothan to pay $2 million for the reference properties currently owned by Houston County, Alabama. So uh, the Dothan Eagle is no longer downtown. If you didn't know it, they're now in the Wells Fargo building that's owned by Keith Gibbons out there on the circle, the big six or seven story building. Uh, and that's where they're located. So they're probably going to do something with 
that building with parole and probation that's at Troy and uh, Oak Street for a new city hall. They do plan on taking a bulldozer, as I understand, uh, a bulldozer to the Dothan Civic Center and building a new civic center. Speaking of the Civic Center, it was a great time this past weekend that I was not invited to of the comedian that was at the uh, Civic Center, and I understand that he put on a very good show that I was not invited to. Uh, well, unless I bought a ticket, and I didn't buy a ticket. So um, anyway, they had a big crowd there. Uh, everybody was uh, taken care of. They had a lot of law enforcement there, uh, including Dothan Police Chief who was there, uh, making sure that everything went smooth and the new... Uh, director of the um, Civic Center, he did a great job in booking the shows and uh, ended, they ended up having two shows and ending one show and having another show. So uh, hats off to him for the great show that I was not invited to. And I'm calling hogwash on not getting a free ticket. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast, and you can call Ricky out anytime at 334-790-1729 or email ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com. It's Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast on some more hogwash, and the hogwash is not on the plaintiff. Larry Patrick, who was with the city of Dothan for 30-plus years in leisure services and retired, uh, on 614, filed a lawsuit against the city of Dothan. Stephanie Wingfield, Roy Kites, Allison Hall, and fictitious parties uh, being the city of Dothan. Now, Stephanie Wingfield was an employee of the uh, city of Dothan Leisure Services. Roy Kites is a, and she was terminated, by the way. Roy Kites is a retired employee of the city of Dothan. Allison Hall is the current director of Dothan Leisure Services, and it's over the Food Gate program that, where the city of Dothan was uh, uh, getting money to feed uh, people, where they kept stamping uh, Larry Patrick's name to all this stuff after he retired. Uh, for several years, they had his name stamped to it. So uh, people having access or stuff like that or that's in charge did not delete him from their computer system or from whatever it was. So Larry Patrick is suing the city of Dothan. Uh, he's got attorney Chris Maddox that's represented him. And uh, they're talking about negligent hiring, training, and supervision, civil conspiracy, uh, several things in his lawsuit that uh, he's asking forgery, where they forged his name after he left. So it's going to be an interesting case uh, that's filed in Houston County Circuit Court. Um, so we'll be interested to see how that goes. That's about what we got. I'm trying to keep these podcasts about 16 minutes, somewhere along in there. Uh, today we've kind of just hit several different things that's going on. There's not always a lot of hogwash, but there is hogwash when they're not letting the public really know what's going on. And it's like at Houston County where I've asked for documentation to go with the agendas. And I have to compliment the city of Dothan. I've got a file, what would you say? Is that about a two-inch thick file that I have uh, here of the Dothan Commission agenda? If you, go to, if you go to dothan.org, um, yeah, dothan.org, and go to the agendas. There's a hyperlink up under it with all the documentation. If you go to the Houston County Commission meeting, you got one sheet that doesn't tell you anything except these items. And they read it, and yes, yes, especially if there's a raise. Yes, I'm going to, yes, if I get it, yes, I want the raise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I'm going to get $17,000 worth of raises in one year. Yes, yes, I vote yes. Hogwash. It's Ricky Stokes. I'm calling you out podcast. Have a good day. Find Ricky on his website at rickystokesnews.com, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. You can also email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com or text Ricky anytime at 334-790-1729. And tune in next time for the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. Hogwash.